Welcome back to another episode of Yes, Dinosaurs Are Extinct. Now, how can we get rid of these homosexuals? Woo! What's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman of the Carefree Black Nerd Podcast, and you are rocking with none other than John, the John Effect, the Brolivia Pope, the Cheekbone Jones, all that good shit. Sit back, relax, listen to the flip, enjoy the show, tweet, and all that good shit. All right, y'all. Present good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is now time. The one and only. There never will be another. You're listening to the John Effect Podcast. This is Gay Side Stories Reimagined. I am John Salvatore, uh, Louise only man. And I am joined by my partner <laughs> in crime, my ace, Man, what's up, y'all? This is Rain Coleman, the Pont de Lac Anderson. Um, you know, the one true, the one true lover uh, of Jacob Anderson. But you know, you know, <laughs> agree to disagree. But uh, what's up? <laughs> what's good, bro? <laughs> Nothing but I, I had I had to go there with the intro because we we always have interest. We have interesting chats all the time, but. We had an interesting uh, exchange in the pregame. So (laughs) this is, I believe, our third Pride episode for Gay Side Stories, we can imagine. So guys, thank you. Thank you for rocking with us for this long. This is probably my favorite recording of Jackie and John. Each month, I'm more hyped for recording with Ray and recording with Jackie than I am by my damn self. So we, we're here to have fun. We here to be some niggas. We here to yeah. just do what we do and hopefully entertain you. Um, yes. Take preconceived notions, throw them out the window. Uh, remember, gay black men are not a monolith, and we, we'll touch on that a little bit later. But Ray, let the listeners know what's going on with you. How have you, how have you been? Because we have not gotten any new content yeah. outside of the TikTok. The TikToks are booming. <laughs> but the listeners were introduced to you as the podcast. Yeah. Twitter yeah. Yeah, man. Just uh, shit. Life kicking my ass, making it difficult to do shit. So I've been... I've been chilling. I've been on not a podcast PTO, but a podcast FMLA. Cause like I've been it'd be like that, bro. <laughs> bro, I've been so I'm, I'm planning to come back with, with a little bit of a vengeance, but it probably ain't gonna be till July. Like I ain't gonna hold you. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah. So Fuck. on this supersized episode, on this pride <laughs> episode. Mm-hmm. Are we gonna start with Smasher Past? We want to get fan casting out of the way. How do you want to spin the wheel? I want to smash her past. I want to smash her okay. Past. All right. <laughs> so do you want me to present you the players first, or do you want to present me the players first? How do you want to do this? Let me present you first because I, I think this is this is interesting. Oh um okay. Yeah, this I don't even think this is gonna go the way you think. Um 
Okay, so the first one is, I, I think white. I'm gonna say racially, racially, a little color up in there. Um, a dollar for a melanin. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah, I don't know what was. Yeah, he is. Um, he is part of the number one. Uh, uh, no, let me stop. Let me not say that. He is. A relative no name to me. Um, my first time hearing about him has been in the in the last maybe month or two. Oh, so thinking about all the the kind of media that we've gotten recently. So this is my first time hearing about him. Um, he uh, da, 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 he is um, ro- royal to an extent. He is. He he has the he has the title in in some instances. Um, let me see what else. Mm, I don't I don't know if this one is the greatest, but he um, he in in some of his um, media presence has um, has a, 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 a attraction. Romance with uh, a very popular black girl. Oh, um, see, I don't, I don't, I don't who is this man that you speak of? <laughs> Sorry to this man because I don't no, know who this is. So it's uh, Jonah Howard King, the uh. Prince Eric, nigga. The I I don't know what he. Oh, is. hold on. Let me. I don't know. Let me. Let me Google. Let me. Jonah Howard King. Yeah, it's like H A U E R How Howard King. Hold on. Let me see. Prince Eric. This is a white man. See, and I, you know what, white folks. This is Call wait a me. minute, <laughs> sir. I don't know. Now where, I didn't mean where, black. Racially <laughs> ambiguous. Where? No. This is a I was whole thinking. white. I mean, he Listen. could be. He could be. No, no, white. No. He could there be we go. Downtown white pacific. Well, no, 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 no. Black no. White, but this is like a white man. No, I was thinking white. Like when I said racism, that was definitely a misspell. Oh, I was thinking like, no, no, no. I was thinking like, like, there we go. I was like, not American white. I couldn't. Oh, get the words okay. To be so like. <laughs> he, he could be like a. Oh, oh shit. I feel like he looks like. So we 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 have we we've all. Well, the majority of us have been here. I feel like he's that one boy in your training class. You know how your training class is we have anywhere between like seven to fourteen people. Yeah. I feel like he's that one dude that like has like every time it's time for us to break from whatever we're learning, like he's immediately at like if your job has like a, a, a gazebo where you can go smoke. Mm-hmm. I feel like He's the one that's always doing that, and he's not a smoker. So when he comes oh, no. into the class, he smells. Uh, so it's like, what the hell? Okay, like not he really, smells. Like I, like you reek of American spirits. So oh no, <laughs> I'm going to say no. He's he's very no. He just looks basic. Yeah, look basic. Yeah. He ain't got no money. Oh no. <laughs> 
So uh, I'm I'm going to pass on on him. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. My first time hearing about the snicker was a couple months ago. So my first time yeah. hearing his name was just now. Like I just, oh, no. I I mean I, I've been aware of the Little Mermaid movie, but my whole focus has been on um Hallie and, mm-hmm. and Javier. I, I have not thought about anybody else in the movie. That's that's fair. That's fair. That is fair. Okay, okay. Well, sucks for him. Um, okay, well, this next one is, um, I can say he's of color. I know this definitively. This is of color. Um, See, of color. See, when you say of color, so I'm, I'm going to say this, and this may be controversial to some listeners, but that's not my intention. Um, of color and POC, to me, are not black. Like black is something. Oh, this nigga black. No, this nigga. Oh, he's okay. So yeah, this is a black. Like, like, yeah, we're POCs. No, nigga, I'm black. I'm not a POC. (laughs) You give me a POC over there with your. (laughs) No, I'm black. Mm Mm-hmm. This is a black man. This is this is a visibly phenotypically black man. Where have you gone to, black man? Um, he is a, um. Damn, do I want to? I don't know if that's. He has musical ability. Um, I'm not sure about instruments, but I know as far as uh, rapping and vocals and singing, he he has that. He possesses that ability. Mm-hmm. Is it? Um, that? Oh no, <laughs> no, oh, okay. no, no, no. Um, and he. Uh, hmm. This could make or break it. Um. His wife has played a superhero in a franchise that is not um, Marvel or DC. It's something I, I I assume you have consumed to some extent, but it's not Marvel or DC. But his wife is affiliated with that with that uh, franchise property. I don't know if you're gonna get this. Uh, well, another one. I is guess it another. the RZA? Mm-mm. Oh. The RZA? Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> I don't know who is it. Oh man, no, it's the V Diggs, Nichols and Hamilton. He's black. <laughs> this nigga black. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I get your theme. I get your theme. Um. <laughs> Oh. Bro, go away. Wait, is he black black or is he... Mm-hmm. Oakland, California black. He don't have a white mom? Mm-mm. He got two black parents? Mm-hmm. That's hold up now. Let me... He don't have... Ain't mm-hmm. no, no Puerto Rican, Dominican, Panamanian, Cuban ancestry there? Oh, oh fuck. Hold up. Hold on, because you may be right. Nigga, clearly, um, you the one with the eye for race and not me, my black ass. Um, because it looks like now I will say it looks like you got a white mom. There's only that, one that has a white mom. No, like, that's it. White mom. now I wanna say let me look up pictures because I as far as I know, he I've always known him to be black. But here it's saying that his mom is Jewish. Now you know Jewish people can be well, black. Jewish, Jew, yeah, you can be black, you can be a black. But guy. but his um 
ethnic and racial identities. I have a lot of mixed friends. Huh? Being Jewish, I don't know this nigga. I don't know. Fuck he it. gives me. I'm not black. I'm multiracial. You you you, you really? I'm multiracial. Um, let's see. Okay, so you know how the parts are there, but when you put it all together, it's just it doesn't work for you. Yes. So yeah. I feel like. I love the hair. I love the bills. Just no, I would I would I would not. I don't I would have to pass. I don't That's fair. I I don't know. I mean, I wouldn't mind pulling that hair and smacking that ass. Yeah, that's also fair. I don't know. I just I I, I also get is black okay vibes from him? Like if See, I if, so if I didn't get that, I want to assimilate to what European standard of beauty is. I might. That is interesting. Just get. I get. I'm multiracial, and I'm black when it's convenient, and I can't get with that because I'm super broke. Now that is interesting. What now? What is there anything in particular that makes you? come to that conclusion with him, like something you've seen him in or maybe just his vibe or... I feel like I saw him doing an interview oh, Lord. for something and I was like, you know what? I'm good. Because at first I was like, he's kind of cute. Um, But then I saw an interview and then he's good friends with Lynn Man, whatever. Yeah, Miranda. So I'm yeah. Like, we already know how he rolls. So I'm just like, eh. Fuck him. Oh, well, that's upsetting. Fuck Gina Rodriguez and Michelle Rodriguez. There we go. Fuck them hoes. Y'all anti-black. Y'all can eat a dick. Interesting. I have to dig a little bit more into David because that's not... Oh, Lord. Don't have me standing up that nigga. Wrong, but that is the energy I get from him. <laughs> usually seven out of ten times, I'm usually on the money with that kind of shit. Hey, what's... Yeah, I'm gonna put that in my back pocket and check that later. I'm gonna I'm hold off all thirsting. We coming for you, nigga. We coming for you, nigga. Right, shit. Your damn wife. Okay. Is um, his wife white? Now she, I think she's mixed race. This the girl, um, in Umbrella Academy, the one who um controls stuff with her mind. When she's like, oh, I heard a rumor of you such as yeah. It's the only black girl. Is black okay? I got you. Okay. Is black okay, head ass? <laughs> well, this ain't going away. I thought hell. Um, okay. Well, let's let's hope this one is better, whether you choose them or not. Hell. Okay, so this one is a American act. This nigga black. I can tell you definitively, this nigga okay, could be my black. cousin. Okay. All this right. man, we could be cousins. This is a black man. So, <laughs> this is a black man. Um, he is. Wait, could y'all a, be cousins or lovers? Well, depending on some stuff, I, I could, I would, I could, I could roll around. Well, I don't know. I don't know about me. I don't know because this nigga. I don't know. I have a. I have ideas about him. Thoughts about him. I'm a. I'm gonna leave that. I'm gonna leave that the right I, there. So the reason I say that is because I was like Marquise Wilson, and I'm like. Oh no, I'm fuck I'm I'm sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so it's okay. So it's like the way you said it, like, is this where she's supposed to? Oh no. Shit. Nah. Oh my god. Uh, Team Tom Swift. Uh, 
No, this man is black. This is okay. there's no there's no getting around this. Um uh young black guy, um actor, um actor with I want to say that actor with um quite a few credits under his belt. Okay. Um I'll say that. Um and then I'll say is has mm, I'll, okay, I'll say this has made, and I don't know if you'll remember this, but has made some very I don't have PR team comments about Rosa Parks, but eventually <laughs> went back and course corrected and like did the apology tour and clearly has come out okay because he's still doing pretty good. Is this like, Tiger Hall? Oh no, I would never okay, do that to I'll you. <laughs> no. No. Um do you want some more clues or yeah, let me get let me get two more clues. Okay. Um was in a project uh that was a very nostalgic project, one of those movies that was like made in the two thousands but feels like eighties or nineties. Um, where, oh, okay, how do I word this? Was in a project that that was an homage to a nostalgic film that was made in the early 2000s. Um, there was some actual crossover there with casting. Oh, that doesn't feel like... Mm. Was, is the movie you're talking about dope? Yes. <laughs> oh, um... See, you're uh, yeah, <laughs> is it RJ Smith? Uh-uh. No, no, uh, it's not Tiger, is it? Who wasn't Tiger in Dope also? Oh, yeah, he was. I think he was, but no, not him. No, no, um, oh, is it the other boy? Yeah, I'm thinking we only talking about the same person, but uh. Shamik Moore. Yes. <laughs> um. Yes. Miles Morales himself. I I will smash. I will definitely like. I I think it's so interesting that he's probably in his what late twenty eight, maybe early thirties. Mm-hmm. Twenty eight. Yep. I would like to see him in more things. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he's in things and they just don't fall on my radar. I I love how he is able to portray Miles and it seems authentic. Mm-hmm. Um, so yes, I, I definitely would would smash. Like, let me tell you, it would be a mid two thousands Coco Dorm type hey. <laughs> I'm talking about money shots galore. Okay, uh, with the presence of condoms. So remember. <laughs> Remember when the all the rage was like the glow of the dark condoms in the mid two thousands? Definitely be that kind of part. Okay, I can see that. Um, oh shit, I missed that on. Yeah, um, he pretty much played a gay nigga in the Get Down, and that's when I wanted to sleep with him. Oh, so. he was in the Get Down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, he that's was one of those shows I wanted to get into, but I never yeah. got into. It's it's good, and I think if, if you're someone who, like, really loves hip-hop and, like, the foundations of what made hip-hop, it's something I would recommend watching. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I say if you can watch the first, let's say, two episodes, two, maybe three, and you're like, okay, I can do this, then watch it. But if you can't, then like, eh, don't even, because Yaya Mateen is in there. That, that oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, he in there, and he, oh, that yeah. nigga. Billy Porter's not out. playing himself, is he? Uh, oh, was he? He was in that. Yeah. Well, if he was, it wasn't. It, he couldn't have had a big role. Okay. Uh, actually, like... no. I think I think he played a prey tale type character, if I'm remembering oh, correctly. Okay. I but want he's... Billy Porter to stop playing himself, and I want to see some range. I, let me. I forgot I Billy really Porter was in there. I really want to see that. range from Billy Porter, bro. Oh, Diggs is in there though. But but but, well. I ain't gonna say no more. But um, I don't remember Billy Porter even being in that motherfucker. I could, I could, I could have made. I feel like he was. You know what? I'm thinking about Pose. You said that, and I'm. I got images of him. I said Pretty type character, but I'm getting images of him pulling on that damn microphone because there's a lot of right. disco scenes. I don't know if that nigga. In there. I don't think so. Fuck him. He better not be. But Jaden Smith, Justice Smith, um, Shamik Moore. Uh, I don't think so. But if they were, you know, I'd be, I'd be there. For oh, Gene Carlo Esposito nah, was in that. That motherfucker, and he is. Oh, uh, Billy Porter there. was he, in there. He was DJ Malibu. Ugh, gross. Okay, well, fuck him too. But yeah, um, I, I think it's worth a watch. It's, it's very much Ooh, musical. Okay, I might have to watch. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay, are you ready? No, but go ahead. Okay, first up, stand up comic. Handsome as all get out. Hmm. Um, has worked with Conan O'Brien, Tracy Ellis Ross. Tracy Ellis Ross. Um, okay, hold on. If you say Tracy Ellis Ross, I'm thinking blackish. Uh, Dion Cole. I'm fucking. Yes, yes. yes you're not better, prize. I'm fucking right away, immediately. Yes, smash. Yes, yes. That is a nigga. That is a fine piece of man. That motherfucker is thick. So you, That's that give, thick. Give the audience the give the audience the nitty gritty. How's it going down with Dion Cole since you've been smashing the smithereens? Honestly, I bruh, I it could go any it could go down any which way. We could just pull the genitals out and keep <laughs> the pants up. We can get butt ass naked <laughs> in the bed. <laughs> Good that day. motherfucker with that thick ass butt can smother me. If that's oh. how I gotta die, then that's how I'm gonna die. Like we can, we can do it any way that's necessary. You got a 15 minute break? Let's make this work. Like I'm, I just want to see that motherfucker. He can bring that up. What's that shit? What's that commercial he do with Homegirl from uh, Black nice. Ladies? Yes, bring that shit too. If you if we need to record this shit for OnlyFans and get a product placement deal, bring that shit too. I'm I'm talking about. I don't give a fuck how I gotta go down. As long as it go down, I do not care. I do not care. I don't give a fuck. Next. I just want to. I love it. No. I love it because we right there. We right there. Next contender, also a stand-up comic, is Adam wow. Okay, has worked with Monique. Monique. Has worked with Ice Cube. Has worked with Mike Epps. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. Yep, My fuck brother it. is I'm freaking out what I'm, I'm putting down. It. I don't care. I'm fucking. That red nigga, let me tell you, I saw him live when I was in Atlanta. Uh-huh. And I sat so close to that stage. I just knew the essence of whatever underwear he was wearing. I was going to taste in my drink. I'm fucking uh-huh. that man. I do not care. I would I do fuck not the care. dog shit out of my cups. Bruh, I... That nigga, everything about 
in any stage of his life. It could be from the Friday movies. It could be from the Upshaws. I don't give a good goddamn. Let me tell I'm you, fucking this man. about him in the Upshaws is sexy as fuck to me. Like I thought like Mike Epps has been fine his whole life. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I ain't I ain't never seen no bad looking Mike Epps at all. There's there's something going on with his face. It's not a knock against him. He's handsome as hell, but there's something going on with him that's very I can't put my finger on it. It's, it's a bit unique, but yeah. I don't fuck. We can fuck it till I figure it out. Cause I'm now we can I'm fucking fuck till I figure it out. Hey, hey sir. we fucking. Yes. All right. So are you ready for this next? Uh, all right. Let's, let's get also it. Also a comedian. God damn. Okay. Some uh has worked with my baby daddy, Laz Alonzo. Okay. Has mm. worked with Tyson Beckford, has worked also with Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Um, has worked with Damson Idris and Damson Jonah Idris. Hill. Okay, okay, and okay. Will Ferrell. Is he black? He's black. Okay. Will Ferrell. Are we. Wait. Wait, t- are we? We ain't talking about Eddie Murphy, are we? No, we're not talking about Eddie Murphy. Okay, um, I'm trying to cycle through. Okay, comic mm-hmm. work with Damson Idris. That should narrow it down. I'm thinking Snowfall, but I didn't watch Snowfall. Oh. Um. Okay. Um. Black comic Damson Idris. Um, Jonah Hill. This feels like I should know who the fuck this is. You might not. I might have went a little too obscure, but I want no, no special also. Oh, red or is he dark skin? He red. He yellow. Okay. Um, and he is not a bad yellow bitch. He's he he's a yellow bitch, but he's not a bad yellow bitch. Okay, hold on, because I I have okay. I've seen Dion Cole stand up. I've seen Mike Epps. I'm trying to go through Netflix. Who's but you said Damson Eat? That's what's throwing me. Who the fuck has worked with both Damson Eaters and Jonah Hill? Um black, light skinned comic. Older, like uh he's like Yuri, so he's not older. I, feel like I, I should might know give this. it away if I if I if I give you one trait, I'm gonna give it away. You're gonna know who it is. Okay, don't give me that. Can you give me anything? Is he married? Um, I don't think he's married. But if he's worked with, oh wait, I'm sorry, he's more so my age than your age. I thought he was younger. Well, okay, when I say older, I meant like 50, 60. Like, uh, oh no, no, he's forty one. Okay, okay. He's also uh, worked with Cedric the Entertainer, Jesse Smollett. Oh, God. Jesse Smollett. Okay, that narrows it down. Who the fuck has worked with De- Jesse and Damson? God damn. Okay, Jesse He's done was music in the videos. He was in a Chris Brown music video. He was in a Little Flip video, a 3-6 Mafia video, a Cassie music video. I hope like hell. We ain't talking about Lil Duvall, no. Fuck, I no. wish the fuck I would. I was just hold up. Cause I'm bruh, this I'm on this shit. Cause I'm running through so many videos, so many movies. Man, who is this, bro? Oh do, man, do, I didn't do you want do you want the physical trait, my bro? Um but if it's gonna I don't want it to spoil it. Um give me 
The resume ain't that long, brother. The resume is not that long. That's what I'm saying. It ain't that long. The resume is long. The resume is okay, but it's not stuff that I'm sure it's it's not mainstream stuff. It's it's very chitlin circuit type shit. I've I've seen that stuff. I know you like chitlin circuit shit, but yeah, I'm some of this might be a little stuff good for you, brother. You need a low budget, uh a low budget indie black uh I know it ain't man. Okay, give me either the name or whatever that last little piece is. He's got light eyes. What the fuck, nigga? Michael Ealy? No. Um, I wish it was Michael Ealy. Hold on. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Because oh, that one nigga. First of all, yes, I'm fucking him. I don't know his name, but yes, that's the wait. Yeah, because that's the nigga who got like, who had like two girlfriends at once, right? Um, yeah, ass, light-skinned nigga. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm oh, without a doubt. No hesitation. Immediately. And they go open his mouth and we're gonna start fucking. The, I don't, the big old juicy pink. Oh leg. hell yes. Oh absolutely. Oh, um him and Dion, me him and Dion, right here yes. in this bed. Um both of them. No, yes. Sticking peanut butter on a duck tail side of anybody any of you niggas got cousins? Of brothers that's in the alphabet mafia shaped like them niggas, uh, sit in my way because I'm I'm ready to fuck for the summer. Shit. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. I'm ready to fuck for the summer. <laughs> Nigga, that is Bro. the episode title. I'm ready to fuck for the summer. Man, say, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm fucking that nigga right away. Yes. Man, ain't no. Nigga, please. If he, if he even, uh, if I catch him on the apps, bruh, <laughs> it's over. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are going to refresh, and we will be back after this commercial break. We'll be right back. <laughs> Shit, and we back. What's up, all you? They, thems, he's, hers, she's, she's, all that good shit. Um, we back, man. We back for the for the for the fan cast. We back for the How we I, doing I love I love the show. I just love our show. <laughs> I I this fan Same. cast. So we had planned this recording in advance, of course, like we normally do. But this fan cast came to me today. I was I was working from home, like I which that's all I do, but I was like dot dot dot. I said, ah. This will be perfect, and I'm going to love to hear Rain's take on this cast. So, can I present to you the property that you are fan casting? And feel free to take as much creative licensing as you want. Okay, go ahead. I want you to fan cast the cult classic to Wong Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmark. And yo. Oh, and you are casting Noxima Jackson, Vida Bohem, and Chichi Rodriguez. Okay. Ah, damn. You can change the Julie Newmar to whatever celebrity you want. Ah, okay. To Wong Fu, thanks for everything, XYZ. Hmm, okay. Okay, interesting, interesting. Let's do... We're going to do... Chu Wang Fu, thanks for everything. 
Janet Jackson. <laughs> I'm already yeah. I'll okay. have two adults, please. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so we're going to we're going to do this as a early two thousands period piece. I'm here if for that's it. even a thing. Isn't it so, crazy that the two thousands is considered a period piece at this point? Uh, Where Lord, has time yes. gone? Shit, everywhere and nowhere. Um, I want to set it in the time. early two thousands, but I want to I want to put it probably like at two thousand one or two. So it, of I course, it. It, I may use current people, but I'm doing this specifically because that's right on the cusp of the internet and cell phones being the daily household shit that they is now. So I think you can still get some of that essence of the before times for the original. Um, right, so right. right at yeah, right at right at 2001-ish. Okay, so to Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Janet Jackson. Um, so Vita, let's start with Vita. I Vita. <laughs> right. I love the I love drag for the embellishments uh -huh. for the transformation. Yes. Um, because Patrick Swayze was a handsome man. Very and handsome Vita, hero looking. Bro. But as Vita, he was a pretty um drag queen. Like, he was very Julius yeah. Sugar Baker, very yeah, and I'm not saying pretty so like aesthetically if you don't okay. <laughs> If you don't find him a drag, that's fine. But you can't deny that that drag makeup was done so well. That drag was beat for the cheap seats. Do you hear me? I want. I want. Oh, fuck. What's that nigga name? Now, this is going to be. A, do I want him? I wanted that dude from Drag Race. The first. The first season, but I don't know that I particularly care for the way he looks outside of drag. <laughs> Damn. Um, okay. It's always going <laughs> to eloquently drag you and be polite in the same breath. I just, I it is just hard to get dragged by Mr. McCall. <laughs> just just face, so bro. <laughs> His head. Uh, I just, um, so I'm going to. Damn. I want to. I want to try to keep it close to the source material. Um, and actually, no, I don't. Fuck, fuck that. I think I, uh, I, I'm you really fucking me up with this one because I have so many different ways I can take this goddamn movie, show, whatever this ends up being. Um, ideally, I would like an up and coming drag queen to take this away, but for the for the purposes of this, um, we were just talking about him. What the fuck is that nigga's name? Evan Ross. I I want. Well, you because, definitely have a blank canvas with Evan. I, <laughs> I feel like if you know, actor. you know. <laughs> yes, right. I feel like <laughs> though he may not command the same presence that Patrick did playing Vita in those very physical roles where he had yeah. to whoop homeboy's ass, I I feel like this would be a role and and 
Oh, you know how it is with straight niggas playing gay roles and it's that all that shit thrown out Wait, the window. I is, think, but with Evan Ross, is this a straight nigga playing a gay role? Though? I'll just say I think he could. This could be a role to sink his teeth into to put on that muscle and to interpret that. Drake, I think I he'd be a pretty. This. Let me. Yeah. I'm in love with this first casting. Let me just say that <laughs> I, I'm here for it. Chef's kiss, my good man. Chef's kiss. Yeah, I think he would. He would. He would knock it out the park. I, I honestly he's definitely do. Definitely going to turn it. Uh, no, truly, like the looks. Come on, he's he's going to give a look. And I would like to see a black drag queen embody that same like 1950s housewife aesthetic that Vita did. Not because I think that's this great time in American history, but I would like to subvert the um the expectation of this like pure whiteness that is the 50s with this um however mixed race black boy um playing vita um for noxima i want to go a different route um i would like to go with what's homeboy's name um uh hold on it's it it's not Dwayne. what the fuck is that next name he is he was in the jazz man's blues joshua boom i don't think he fits the same um aesthetic that wesley snipes did they are by far not even the same like when you look at them just themselves they don't put you in the mind of each other at all but i feel like he would be able to rise to the occasion you know how there's some actors who um they do well mm-hmm. but they like you could like they may do rom-coms but you could see them playing action movies or they may do yeah horror but he's one of those actors where i think he did such an amazing job in the jasmine's blues that i would just like to see him in a totally different type of role something that ain't nowhere near that and i think this noxima jackson character would be it for him and this motherfucker could sing so if we want to throw some musical numbers in there and he's good to look at i would like to sleep with him he could wear drag and i don't care so um this is one of those um Self-indulgent castings. Joshua Boone from A Jasmine's Blues. I want to be Noxima Jackson. Um, and then for Little Latin Boy in Drag, Why Are You Crying? Um, this may be... This may be... I, I don't I don't think it's lazy. I think you it, it could be interpreted that way. Um, but I would want to go with... And this is purely based off of his size um uh what's his name um pose angel um the nigga's name is angel what is angel's last name um angel curiel yeah curiel yeah i want i don't see him i used to follow i think i follow him on instagram i don't see him post much I haven't seen him in anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, me either. I'm but curious. I would I would like to see what 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 because we saw again, you've seen him as this trade, as this um straight adjacent person in this very masculine um and of its time drugged out masculine nigga. I wanna see you playing Chi Chi. What does that look like? Let me see if you can inhabit this role that's so different from what I saw you in before. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I I think I think Angel would do 
would do a good job. Oh shit! So that's my casting. God damn. <laughs> okay, I I am legitimately nervous. Who are don't you be, please don't be, because I this I stress myself out with this. So there were so many different ways I wanted to go with this. Um, I wanted to stick to the nostalgia, but I, I was afraid that we may have done that already. Um. So I'm going to throw it out. It's animated or it could be live action. It, the, it exists in both spaces. Um, introduced to it as a cartoon. Have we done Scooby-Doo? We have not done Scooby-Doo. That's what I want for you then. I was like, damn, I don't, you know, I know. Oh, um, yes, yes, Freddy yes. Scooby-Doo <laughs> is one of my favorite IPs. Fuck Velma and fuck oh, no. Telling, because no. So, who am I casting? Who am I oh, you the, the main cast. Uh, Velma, Shaggy, Daphne, Fred, and Scooby, if we're doing voices or however you want to interpret him. Okay. But the main four. So, I'm doing live action, and they're gonna mm. get, and we're going to also have a 3D version, and the characters that I'm casting live action require voices. Mm. So, Daphne Blake has, oh, maybe that's, even when I didn't know what gay was, like, <laughs> you look back, you're like, it makes sense. So, yeah. Daphne Blake has always been my favorite person in Mystery Inc. Mm. So, for Daphne Blake, I am casting, and I have casted her a lot on this casting, <laughs> but I love this woman. I think she is immensely talented. I want, she should be where a Zoe Kravitz is or, mm, mm. you know, those types. Mm-hmm. Daph- my Daphne Blake is motherfucking Cat Ram. Yes. I yes. am casting as my friend. Hold on. I want to make, because I get his, I, I've been drinking. Hold on. I want to make sure I get his correctly. <laughs> Jarrell Jerome is mm, yes. my Fred Jones. Fuck yes. Let's Fuck see. Yes. For my Shaggy yes. Norville Rogers. <laughs> Hold on. Hold my purse. Hold on. <laughs> Tyler James Williams. Woo! <laughs> yes. yes. And for my Velma, I want for my Velma, I want <laughs> I want Ryan Destiny as my mm, Velma. I, I know that's Destiny right. As my Velma Dinkley. Mm. And for Scooby-Doo, Oh, I want for Scooby Doo the voice. I want Eddie Murphy to be Scooby Doo's voice. What, bruh? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh, nigga, Ryan and Tyler, bruh. That's a good ass. I'd watch it. I'd watch I, this. Shit that is what I want. So I'd watch you this said. Shit. 
at the top of the show, this is a supersized Pride edition. So, we haven't done this segment in a while. So, I'm throwing it out there. We're going to do Say Three Nice Things. And I'm going to start. And I'm going <laughs> to give you the people I want you to say three nice things about. And it's only two. Oh, Lord. Okay. All right. First person, Todrick Hall. Rain Coleman, please say three nice things about Todrick Hall. He Todrick Hall has a phenomenal name because I don't know if it's his real name. If it's a stage name, that is a a very memorable name. He has a very memorable name, which serves you well in entertainment. So there's that. Um, Todrick Hall. Todrick Hall is <laughs> a ugly slut. Visibly gay black man. And I, I think that that, that should be that should be shown in all the different ways in which that could be so good. Yeah. He's a visibly gay black man. Um I will say that Tajik Hall. Hmm. Okay, hold on. Let's <laughs> hold on. Walk with me. Um, I'm walking with you, big Tajik Hall is definitely. Um, Tajik Hall. Initial spell t- no, that's not it. Um let me see. Uh Tadrick <laughs> uh, Um it, Oh, okay, here's a good one. I believe that regardless to how I feel about him and the way that he's presented himself as of late, Todrick Hall's original work on YouTube was is something that's very inspiring. And I can see why, because I was a fan back in the day. I can see how he was able to get this platform that he essentially fucked over later in life. But I can see where the talent used to speak for itself. So I will say he has been talented in his life. Okay. Yes. That is what I will say. Um. Yes. I'm, okay. I'm sorry. That's it. You said it was another one or just him? Next one, oh, Billy Lord. Porter. Please say three nice things about that, Mr. Coleman. About that man. Um, I would like to copy and paste my three nice things from Todd. No. Um, Billy Porter. <laughs> Billy Porter. Billy Porter. Billy Porter is Billy Porter has had a long career in entertainment. And as a black gay man, even though he wasn't out initially, that is something to be admired. 
Okay. Because he had a very long-lasting career. Um, Billy Porter <clears throat> it's the same thing I just said. So Billy Porter has a very unique voice. Now that might sound lazy. Are we talking speaking me, voice or singing voice? I'll say both. And okay. I'll say that because I personally have been someone who has loved odd sounding voices. Magoo, Nate Dog, Nelly Furtado, like ever since I was a child. So I will say that may sound lazy, but for me personally, that is a big deal. I, I really like and can appreciate that his voice is so odd. So I'll I'll say that. Um Billy Porter is hmm. He is Billy Porter. Nigga, why would you give this nigga? Billy Porter um has oh okay I think through his role in Pose, however you may feel about that character, I think Billy Porter um in conjunction with like Legendary and My House and things like that has added to the visibility of queer alternative spaces being the MC at a ball and whatnot. So I think that that is more good than bad um, because it's helping to um, bring notoriety to that uh, part of the community. So yes, I think his role as Pray Tale has really helped with visibility. So there we go. I love it. So I'm going to give you a moment to compose yourself because I did just spring this on you during mm -hmm. the movie. So okay, okay. I'm and hopefully oh. I can say three nice things because this in the okay. past on Jackie and John has been somewhat controversial. Interesting. Okay, okay. So, um, okay. So one, how how many you want me to give you? One or two or two? Okay. So one, um. Damn, I can't remember how you feel about this man. Um, say three nice things about Andy from Bravo. <sighs> I take my glasses off. Um, three <laughs> nice things about Andy Cohen. Yeah, that nigga. Um, he has had some type of input. No, let me walk it back. Um, first nice thing. He's had some something in the pot when it comes to employing black women on the shows are mm. on Bravo. That's one. Okay. Two, he appreciates a big black cock. I also appreciate oh my God. so that's <laughs> two because big black cocks are the bee's knees. Oh no. <laughs> he really loves Christina Aguilera and I really love Christina Aguilera. So bing bong those are my three nice okay. things by Andy Cohen. Okay, okay. 
Now, okay, give me three nice things about a bologna sandwich. Oh, God. Oh, why are you doing this to me? Look. Um, <laughs> okay, three nice things. Um, one, <clears throat> I am sure that is the main sandwich choice when it comes to free lunch. So I am glad that there are children out there that are able to have sustenance off of a bologna sandwich. Two, um, ooh. Okay, something nice. I am sure that oh um I am sure there is a subset of individuals out there that love bologna sandwiches and they should be held and protected um in high regards. That's that two. Um ooh, Jesus Christ three. Um Bologna is a protein, and if you are trying to maintain weight or you're trying to lose weight, protein is a big factor in that, and mm. bologna sandwiches provide protein. Okay, good. That's, that's surprisingly, that's good. I did not expect that. <laughs> and I am popping up another thing for this Super Size episode. So... We had talked about this last year. I brought it to your attention, and I never circled back on it. So Mm -hmm. we're going to do this one and done, and then we're going to take a break, and we're going to come back for our our main topic. So this is the ball of all balls. Which X-Men character is walking Sex Siren? Ooh, Sex Siren. Are we doing... Uh, guy and girl, or just overall, or you can do guy and girl. Sex siren. Um, I know I'm biased. I know <laughs> I'm biased. I know okay. I'm biased. It's I, our I, show. <laughs> we can do what the fuck we want to. Bias aside, we is biased. I, I, but I got receipts to back it up. I got receipts to back it up. So starting off with the ladies, Monet, Yvette. Clarice, Maria, Teresa St. Croix. She is walking sex siren. Yeah. She is the most perfect mutant. This motherfucker has been a runway model. She is perfect all around, the invulnerable. Moment. There are no marks on her. Now, for y'all who I'm not saying this is a problem, but because of the nature of her power set, she has no blemishes. She has no marks on her skin. She has no scrapes from growing up as a rough child. Her body is in impeccable condition. She's sex siren all day long. Monet. She she got it. For male sex siren, I... I want to... This is also biased, but also kind of whatever. Um, I feel like if you clean them up a little bit, which that may not be. <laughs> I want to go with Victor Creed. Now, give me a second. Oh my god! Now god, listen. The oh. only the only reason why is because I have the live action 
burst it in my head. It's not. Oh my comment. god! So so get your ass out of here, please, please, Carisha, please. I'm sorry. That's my oh, okay. So I that's my first my I I truly want to go with Colossus because I feel like with his power set and the way that he's stacked, anyways. Be it in metal or human form, the nigga got body for days. But I'm 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 pulling out my Tamira uh card for Victor. <laughs> but I I think I'll I think I'll I'll go with Peter. I'll go with Colossus because I feel like that nigga got body. He formed with a big ass rocket. So I'll I'll give him. Uh, but then you got niggas like manifolds, you got motherfuckers like Bishop. All right, okay, final answer. I'm going with Bishop. I'm sorry. I got to go because I want to fuck him. Uh, Method Man? Yes. Across the board, Dad. There we go. Yeah. The way they've been drawing that nigga. Lastly, who is walking Butch Queen first time up in drag? Butch Queen first time up in drag. Yo, I can't go with Bobby. I can't go with Prodigy. I don't think they'd be great. I, damn. That's a good one. Um, I think I'll go with. Damn, do I want to go with Cannonball? No. Damn, Not that's a damn good one. Guthrie and first time no. up in drag. I'm thinking he though. I think amateur night on a Wednesday at the local gay bar. He just not kidding. Mm. that could be Bush Queen first time. Who would be Bush Queen first? Oh shit! Okay, this is a really good one. Um, with your question that is, um. Oh, okay. Who the fuck could I see? Actually, I'm going to go with Skin. I'm going to go with Angelo. Um, okay. I feel like that motherfucker, because the, he don't get the credit he, he deserves with his power set, it's exactly the same as Mr. Fantastic. I feel like that motherfucker will use his power to his benefit. I ain't saying he got to make his shape no kind of different, but I feel like if anybody walking in some motherfucking heels first time and they killing it, with all that shit he got going, I feel like him. I feel like Angelo would kill it. I feel like Angelo would kill it. I, yeah, final answer, Angelo. Final okay, answer. so again, because this was a pop-up on our Pride episode, I will give <laughs> you a few moments to decide who, who who am I taking from the X-Men and having them walk uh, the ball. Does it matter what category or just the, or the same ones? You can, you. It's only you. Okay. Give me the same categories. You can give me a new category. And okay. Rock with it. Give me, give me who from the X Men is um a twister. Who is realness with a twist? Oh, real nigga. This is not gonna come as a surprise to you. Realness with a twist, <laughs> Mister. Remy LeBue, new ah. in mouth is giving you realness with a twist. Do you yes. hear me? That magenta chest plate is yeah, is yeah, eating, eating. That, that girl is bulking down. <laughs> ah, okay. Um, shit. Okay, so realness with a twist. Let's do. Uh, Damn. Let's do oh, so many fucking great ass categories. Um fuck. Let's do 
What's that one? Damn, what is the shit? I'm trying to pull from Paris is burning. What is it? Oh, fuck. I can't remember the actual distinction. Um, damn it. Um, uh, but let's do what is vote? No, this wouldn't be a category. Fuck, John. God damn. Um, Hmm. Let's go. Damn, I can't even do Fem Queen nothing. I ain't no damn mutant Fem Queens. Let's do uh, that's boring. Let's do face. Let's do face. Let's do face. You could do butch face, you can do I'm going to do male face and I'm going to do female face. Okay. So, for y'all out there that are fans of Marvel, do not come at me because I can beat your ass. Oh, no. I get my male face, Kurt Wagner, is giving you face. Wow. You hear me. Okay. But he's a beauty in the beautiest of ways. He ain't a Morlock bitch. That face is symmetrical. Yes, it's blue. Blue is a great color. Yes, mm. it's furry. Fur is opulence. So yes, but mm. Wagner is giving you face the house down. I can see me. it. Do you hear? I me? can see it, and that queen can definitely Bone structure I, I, out the wazoo. Do you hear me? I I see it. I see it. Then glowing ass eyes. Oh, hell yeah. I see it. Damn. That is a good one. That's a good so, one. This next one is difficult for me. Okay. Face. Ah, because there's so there's so many choices, but I feel like I'm, I'm in my Jim Lee era. I feel okay. like oh. a lot of these characters are slight variations of each other. Mm-hmm. I'm giving Megan from Excalibur from okay. the 90s okay. my female face. I I'm was I it. was so I, I, at first I was torn between Lorna Dane and Gina Lane Gray Summers, but Megan is the face. I agree. I wanted to go conventional, unconventional, because once you tuck back those blonde tresses, they're elf ears. So yeah. I, I wanted to go that you're born this way. Megan is giving face. Bone mm, structure. I agree. Classic features, and she's a blonde. I'm 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 saying yes, even by I'm I'm saying yes to that, and I'm giving her her tens because it's one thing to be beautiful and get face, but it's another thing that the very nature of her powers is that she accidentally um uh, becomes her surround like that. That's not an intentional thing. This bitch is just pretty because she just randomly is pretty. It's not right. no. So yeah, I'm definitely I'm I'm with you there. I think Megan will eat it. Yeah, I feel like Jean would have been the obvious choice because she was a teen model. So it, it's Megan. It's Megan. Mm. Damn. It's yeah, I agree. And I would. I would. Bar, I would love the first introduce introduction to the mutants. To be the X caliber team. Mm, okay, that's why. Even wild. if okay. it's just an introduction and we don't get to stay with them that long, because I feel as if 
that would be something we would, as the audience, would not be expecting, but it would be a treat in itself because it could give us the option uh, or it could give us the possibility of Henry Cavill playing the original Captain Britain. Now, when I say yeah. Excalibur, I'm talking 90s and the 2000s mm-hmm. Excalibur, volumes one and volumes two. I'm not talking about, you know, subsequent runs. So that's just where I'm coming from. Yeah. Yeah, I'm with you. I think I think that would be a good entry point, especially because it's not American. You're not starting off in America. So all that Fox shit, you can throw it out the window and try something different. I, I agree. I, I, I think that or even with Deadpool 3, which I, I don't know what we don't know what the script is. I would love to see an X-Force team. Shit, I would love to see X-Factor be the first introduction to the MCU because I feel with the vein of where Captain America 4 is going, mm-hmm. I feel like that Valerie Cooper um, mm, assisted yeah. X-Factor team from the 90s could yeah. really come into fruition in the knack of Spiderweb because you have Havoc and you have Polaris at the center mm-hmm. and the mm-hmm. Spiderweb and they can t- you know talk about their time on the X-Men and then poof, the X-Men are introduced. But that's just, that's mm-hmm. just my crazy mind. No, I'm with it. I'm with it. All right, guys. So we're going to take a small beat and we're going to be back and we're going to get into our main topic. I hope you guys are ready because we 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 going there. We going there. We not holding no punches. Yeah, motherfuckers. Shortly, we are back. We are here. We're going to break down different gay archetypes within the LGBTQI plus community. I think a lot of people think that being gay, and when I speak of this, I'm I'm speaking through a Black and Latino lens. I'm not, I'm not speaking of white. I don't know the gay white experience. I don't know the queer white experience. I know a Black experience. I know a Latino experience. My brother knows a Black experience. And that that's mm-hmm. where we're where we are. So I, that's where all of this is coming from. This is coming from twenty plus years of you know being fully immersed in this community and coming across different types because gay black and Latino men are not a monolith. I feel like, and I've said this before, and I've, I've had these conversations offline with Rain. Being gay in the gay world is completely different than being gay in the straight world. And when I say the modern part, it more so comes to being gay in the straight world. So, Rain, off the mm-hmm. top, what are some different archetypes of gays that you can think of? And let's kind of talk about our experiences and our POVs on that said type. Um, There's quite a few. Um, I know you, there are those hopeless romantic type gays that I feel like maybe everyone has been at one point in their life. I, um, want, I Let me tell you, while we're here, mm-hmm. I wholeheartedly, let me tell you, in the early 2000s, no, mm-hmm. from the mid to late 90s into the early 2000s, I was dating and sex is going to be a romantic comedy and I'm mm-hmm. Almost romantic, and I am going to lock eyes, 
with my potential lover hey. at the bar or the club, and we're going to fall in love, and we're going to date, and we're going to get married, and we're going to move in, and all that sugary saccharine shit. I That was me from about 16 up until like 22. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I, I've been that hopeless romantic. And at 40, I look back and I'm like, you little fuckwad. How could you, you little fuck? <laughs> Ugh, I'm disgusted just thinking about that. Yeah. I mean, I got my own horror stories from back then. So I'm I'm with you. I'm with you a thousand percent. So <laughs> shit, that damn uh life that was sold to us is not the life that they, I got, so shit. Right. <laughs> um, uh, what else we got? Um, I hesitate to put it, but the mean girls, the mean gays. No, we, 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 Ray, we have to live in this space because even at our big ages, we've seen the mean girl gays. Like, I feel like all of these archetypes, all of these tropes are like they're never going to stop. Some of them mm. shouldn't, and some of them should. And the mean girl types are the worst. The ones that give the backhand compliment, mm-hmm. the ones that think they are hot shit. And I mm-hmm. want to share a so I've always been athletic built. And this was, you know, always the case like in the 90s in 2000 2010s 2020s it's you know i feel like the standard it and it sucks even in our our own culture is mm-hmm. this 5 8 we have this conversation we, we have this running joke between you and i this 5 8 145 pound mm-hmm. is the standard on which all of these niggas are based on so there mm-hmm. was this guy that we weren't friends, but we were we were familiar with each other. And he would always go out of his way to take a swipe at my frame. He's like, yeah, because, you know, you have that stocky frame. And he's like, yeah, you know, because, you know, you're much bigger than everyone else. And I'm like, I'm gonna beat your ass. Oh no! Sight, nigga. But I let it go because I have too much to lose. Yeah. But yes, he was the epitome of a mean girl. Like he made sure to have these things to say about me in group settings. But when it was not a group setting, he's like, "Oh my god, you're so fine. You're so funny." And mm-hmm. I want to be like, "Girl, fuck you!" <laughs> like yeah. you always trying to call me out in front of everyone, and I'm like. Yes, I'm normal size because all of you niggas are literally emaciated, mm-hmm. and I'm a solid 175. Like, get out of my face! Yeah, that that was my plight as well growing up as being quote unquote bigger. But I'm like, just because y'all daddy was a tiny ass nigga, my daddy was uh, a football player. He was a big ass right. nigga. Like my mama chose different than your little ass mama, so that's okay. But yeah, I, that that was such a weird thing to get especially as a queer kid like i feel like if i was a straight kid that probably would have affected me to some degree but because i don't identify as heterosexual i don't know what that is 
you straight niggas out there, if y'all got teas for being Give big, us some just a regular. Because I always, <laughs> I've always felt like gay fat, gay fat is this weird construct because gay fat is straight skinny, and I'm just like, yeah. how are you this? How are you this build and the gay see you as fat or heavy? But if you were straight. No one would ever make reference or mention of your build, frame, or weight. I just, I, I've always thought that was funny. And the mean girls love to use that as their trump card. That and then the, the, the colorism of the gays. Like, oh, yeah. I, I can remember that where this was this. Remember, okay, so I'm speaking of this before dark skin was the cool thing. Because let's mm -hmm. be honest, I can speak from my experiences. And I'm not saying this as someone that's jaded or angry, but the reality of living in those spaces. In the 90s, in the 2000s, even the, two, the early 2010s, dark skinned men, brown skinned men with rich complexions, we were not the ideal. I don't know what changed up that it the pendulum swing, but it was always like people were gravitating and wanted, you know, if you were darker than car a caramel complexion, people would either say, oh, you're cute for a dark skin boy or have other backhanded things to say. And mm -hmm. that was something also that the mean girl gays had in their arsenal. <laughs> To throw out with your black ass, and it's like, oh, mm -hmm. we're really taking low hanging fruit. Fuck y'all. Yeah. So, Ray, care to share some light on that? Did Did you experience that? Oh yeah, like crazy. I um, I remember one time. What's my second pride? It was whatever pride I got to when I was like a teenager, um, in Detroit, and I remember looking up and looking at my circle of friends and realizing I was the tallest. I was the darkest. I had the most phenotypically black features. All these niggas was like five foot two, bright as hell, slim as shit. And it was a very like look that they all shared. And I was like, right. damn, how the fuck we get here? But um, but yeah, I it, it went kind of twofold because I would get the same like colorism BS, but then it was also this like fetishized version of what black men have to be. Right. And I think even that's over exaggerated to an extent in gayness, um, or at least has been in my experience, where it's like you are this primal uh fuck machine protector, like you're like people are projecting these things onto my black body, where even when it isn't colorism in the sense that oh, you wish you was light-skinned or you're less than because you're not light-skinned, it's like right. Oh had my I been God, a light skinned nigga with that same out. Yeah, it's it's wild. So I'm like, eh. So I've I've gotten both. Um, and it's such a weird existence. Like I I think the creator, the universe, God, whoever, for the upbringing I had. Because even in like situations like that, my core, like my home base, was strong enough that I could deal with whatever that shit was. But the pride I had for like myself and my complete, like my my mother, my father, my family. We were all different shades, all different body types. So we, we would get the bullshit, but I would go to my granny house and she 
light as Jasmine got. And then right. my granddaddy, dark as Wesley Snipes. And then my mom is probably about your color, uh, John. And then my cousins, three of them look like Shamar Moore, where the other three look like 50 Cent. Like it was such a mixed bag of my actual family that, yeah, that shit got to me. But no, I think I just had a, I don't know, but the shit was trash. It was it, trash. It was, yeah, I get it because. So there's another layer to pull back. So it's like, I've always known what race was. I've always mm -hmm. known what ethnicity was. And that, so I'm dating myself. <laughs> Before Afro-Latino became the go-to word in the 90s, in the early 2000s, mm -hmm. if you were Black, oh, bruh. Latino, Duh. we called ourselves Latino. <laughs> and it was like that that was like that was the thing. And it would be like, well, if you're Blatino, why aren't you light skinned? And I'm like, because I'm not. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, race, even back then, I'm like, race and ethnicity is really fucking y'all up because mm -hmm. race is something completely different, ethnicity is something different. And it would be these weird conversations because I remember being on in certain spaces and people would say, oh, yeah, I'm mixed. And I'm like, okay. And I'm like, what are you mixed with? And this always takes me on. I think we've had this conversation offline. I will never forget. It was this dude that was as probably, probably as dark as Daniel Kalua, mm -hmm. And he said... With a, I will never forget because I was sipping on, a, I was sipping on a cranberry and vodka in the club, uh, in some Steve Madden wrestling boots, and he said mm, I he was mixed and he was black and Jamaican, and I what? spit my drink. The fuck? That is not. I did. <laughs> I said, bro, I I smooth walked away because. Okay, so this is this is probably two. This is between two thousand. Okay, I was wearing wrestling boots. So this was two thousand five. So two thousand five. I'm twenty two years old. So this man said, "I am black and Jamaican, and I mix." Not only did he say this verbally on his BGC page and his Adam for Adam page. Where you know where it gives you the option. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Give the mm -hmm. option to say what your ethnicity was or your race was, and I I even thought that was weird how the choices were. It said mix, and I'm like, I'm I didn't say it, but my face probably said it, and I'm like, nigga, you black, you're not mm. mixed. Being mm. Jamaican is not is not being mixed. Being West Indian is not being mixed. Like. And it's mm -hmm. weird because, like, I, I, I've always known who I am, and like I said, I know what race is, I know what ethnicity is. Yeah, you know, to me at that time made sense because I am equally as black as yeah. I am Latino. I never said mix. I never used mix. I never used other. When it said race, I always default to black. And I feel now I'll say this, and th this is, I kind of gathered this from something Halle Berry had said a really long time ago. Had my complexion may have been more fairer, 
I may have used the Latino dropdown, but mm-hmm. because I have a rich, warm complexion, I chose black because the world, for the most part, sees me as black. Now, when I'm back home and I'm busy mm-hmm. in Maryland, for some reason, everybody mm-hmm. speaks to me in Spanish, and I'm just like, I okay, all right, Jose. Mm-hmm. right but the world sees me as black so i'm going to use black um but yeah i I just thought that was uh, the mean girl the mean girls love using the complexion card and they love using the the weight card and what used to really kill me is we're speaking to these mean girls the mean girls that the darcian ones that love to shit on other dark skinned people oh, and Lord. act like being light skinned is the end all be all. Like everybody wants to be like, no, mm-hmm. I have never in my life have wanted to be light skinned. I love the skin I'm in, I love my complexion, but I will never forget it was this nigga. He was like, oh no, mad because <laughs> you ain't light skinned. One, I'm not mad, two, I don't. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was hilarious because, again, he was like 10 shades darker than me. And you're saying, I'm mad. Are you projecting, bro? Because that you want to be dark skinned. And I even went through. Yeah, no, I was like, get out of my face. Find somebody to play with. Find somebody to play with. Yeah, shit is wild, man. That, That call coming from inside the house, this happened so many times. My God. That projection and that self hate, them, them gays, man, them gays Another is something else. Archetype, and we kind of touched on this earlier. The the gays that only date white men. Hmm. Or no, let me walk it back. The gays that do the the gays that do not date black men. So I'm talking about the gays that white and Latin only. White, they're like white, Latin, or Asian only. No blacks. They'll put it. Mm. They they they'll be very vocal. No blacks. And I that has for the last twenty five years that always rubs me the wrong way because mm-hmm. it's like this rubs me the wrong way. Like I get preferences. You like what you like, but they're never like humble about it or never low key mm-hmm. about it. They always have to take the extra step. I don't want no menthol smoking, um, malt liquor drinking, black guys, blah blah yeah. blah. Like this whole like think piece. Yeah. It's like, dog, like you ain't really have to do all that mm-hmm. because. Just say you like what you like. It's one thing to just have an open palate and like, you know what? All men are available. But when you go out of your way to tear down black men and, and tear them down and then in the same breath say, I only want a white Asian or Latin man. And it's like, okay, this this rubs me the wrong way. If you just said, I prefer white, Asian, and Latin, that's fine. But you don't have to preface it with punching down all the black guys because it's yeah. And I've always like it's always been 50-50 with that. 
So those guys that fall in that category is black okay yes. Yeah. They're super dark or they pass the paperback test. It's never from my vantage point, it's never been anybody in the middle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that shit is weird. I've I've seen so much of that. But you even see with straight niggas. And it's if you can express your interest in a particular type of person without attacking another, then you don't truly like that person. So like right. you said, if you, you can you can love Asian men, you can love the, the the ground they walk on, but if your love for them can only be vocalized by they're they're more clean or docile or better than black men, then do you truly even love Asian men? Or is this a fetish for you? Right. Because if I like a white nigga, I'm gonna tell you why I like him. It ain't gonna oh, because he's he's not like Tyrone. Well, bitch, Tyrone. <laughs> fuck him. You know, fuck, like fuck no matter. I'm so sick. Pack them fucking bags. But yeah, that shit is so weird to me. Cause it and and I can I can almost see where people are coming from who have these certain complexes back when we were kids. Right. I feel like now in this information age, to be to hold these opinions as if they are absolute truths is it's like you have to stand up in that. You got little niggas in fucking ninth grade asking each other to homecoming. You got shit that's readily available now that we didn't have back then. So if that's oh, your takeaway today, then nigga, you lost in the songs, and you got to figure out how to how to make. A, I'm not making excuses for you. I, I'm not rooting for all you niggas. Some of you gay niggas can burn in hell like the Christians say, because hell. Oh. I'm saying shit. Fuck the most. But yeah, that shit is weird, bro. That shit is. So I'm going to close things out with my last archetype and then I want to hear yours. So mm. my last one is the older gay that does not want to embrace their age. So it's so <laughs> I remember I remember being 18. I remember being 21. I remember being 25. I remember being 30. I've always owned the age that I am like it's a blessing to get older. Now, yes, on this on this platform, I joke about an industry age, but that is what we call a running gag. That's not reality. I know I'm 40. I, I thrive and revel in the fact that I'm 40 years old, but we've seen it where it's like, yo, what are you like? When you see them online, the profiles, ages say one thing, and then the actuality in person, your profile say you 31. Mm-hmm. You are not 31. You are, or where they say 99, or they mm-hmm. don't think Red yep. flag, red flag, red flag. Mm-hmm. And then where they only date a subset of guys. Where And I felt that on the inverse because I remember being in my teens and I had a pension for older men and I would date older men. Now that I am, air quote the older man i'm not fucking around anybody under 30 like i i just could not see messing with a 20 year old a 25 year old you got yeah. to be 30 to engage in this like that's just hey. where i am now and where it's like you you want to be hip and you want to appeal to the younger audience and it's like you have to elevate you have to grow you're going to age out of certain things. You're going to age out of dating 
you know, 20 year olds because you're 40 or you're 50. That's yeah. just what I think on it. Like, like I said, I'm not well, fucking sure, in their 20s. I'm not dating anybody in their 20s. Bro, no, I'm, that, I'm with that you. is that is one one type. I'm like ah, y'all. It's it's sad, but it and it could potentially be dangerous. But it's like mm-hmm. why, why, like why, like you are R. Kelly's age. Why? Mm-hmm. I remember, I remember this. This was because this was like 2008, 2009, 2008, 2009. I was 25 and 26. And I remember I would see niggas that were my senior. And I'm like, why are you dressed like Soldier Boy? Like you Oh no. Why are you in your <laughs> why are you in your thirties and forties dressed like you in your twenties? Mm-hmm. That that hey. to me is <clears throat> ah, it's like it it, it rubs, I'm I'm triggered because that's why <laughs> my style approach has always been I want a timeless look because I never want someone to see me and be like who is this old nigga dressed like he's trying to be young? I just don't want that. Yo, that's wild. Yeah, no, we, I mean, we've seen it. I got a nigga who I used to fuck with back in high school. Mind you, he's two years younger than me. That nigga profile still say 25. Ooh. I'm like, bro, we in our 30s, bro. Quit playing. Quit playing right. with these people. You're not 25. Quit playing with these people, bro. Yeah, that shit is weird. This shit is weird as fuck. Um, but shit, gays are like vampires. It's like youth is currency, and you let the shit pass you by for whatever reason, and now you're trying to hold on to it. But like the lies are gonna come out. You with a young nigga, and they ask you, you know, about what's it like to be in a pandemic during high school, and your ass don't got no answer because you was had a four hundred one k then. Like nigga, relax. Right. You can. <laughs> you can this age. pandemic, I figured <laughs> that. I couldn't imagine being in high school during this pandemic. I would, I, 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 I would have been lost in the sauce, bro. Mm-hmm. I ain't no work getting done. What, bitch? I'm at home, right? Uh, I ain't doing shit. But, but especially yeah. me knowing who I was in high school, a whole four. So hey, know. ain't nothing wrong with it. Shit, whore solidarity, goddamn it. But yeah, man. Um, I don't know. I guess my last one would be, um, effeminate gay men. And that that's, that's like a, a catch-all umbrella term, but right. I wanted to bring up this one mainly because masculine and effeminate comes down to um, the person who's perceiving the person, right. and not there's no true standard. Um, and so, when you see feminine men, a lot of times, yeah, you might see motherfuckers in lipstick and lip gloss and heels or whatever, but like when those accessories aside and it's just fucking kevin from down the street who has quote-unquote some sugar in his tank you people ascribe this idea of femininity onto things that um are half the time normal as fuck like um bringing up tyler james uh comment that came out a couple days ago where people were um uh, accusing him of being gay and he's like i'm not gay i didn't want to address this but i will because the shit y'all doing is dangerous just because I may do something, have mannerisms that you deem effeminate does not make me any less straight. I identify as straight. Also, niggas who battling with this shit, you are ascribing this behavior to being gay and now they're working extra hard to not reflect that. So 
that that's my roundabout way of bringing up the role of feminine men in society from being the butt of the joke from being the ones who are targeted the most to now being this like in this space now that I would not have imagined when I was a kid um, of being able to kind of exist publicly and just exist and let that be it. Um, And I don't want to compare them to women, to um, cis women, but if we're looking at the plight of like women, cis women and femininity always being under attack, niggas fucking killing, attacking and beating up on fucking women and then anything that's effeminate depending on who it's perceived by you got niggas killing their fucking toddlers because oh he acting gay so um, the, the archetype of like the feminine gay man, I don't know where I'm going with that but I know I wanted to bring it up because I feel like that is one that Though I can claim to be a feminine, I can have these actions and mannerisms, depending on who's viewing me. It could be a foreign nigga that see me with a limp wrist and all the Americanized television versions of a feminine gay man and be like, oh, where's your wife? But it could be a nigga from, I don't know, Compton, like, nigga, you gay. So I think it all comes down to perception when it comes to this feminine shit, which I think is also so dangerous, but... I agree agree. like that could be a whole podcast episode by itself like because there's masculine and feminineness in between now I'm I'm gonna say this before we go and this may be controversial yeah I don't mind a feminine man I do not mind an in-between man where it becomes a Proceed with caution. Stop for me is mm-hmm. where it goes into. There's a difference between being feminine and wanting to be a female. Mm. And I identify for the most part as gay. So I'm attracted to men. And I understand that men come in all shapes and sizes. When we're getting to the nails and the makeup, and the you know feminine presenting hairstyles if we're I appreciate it and we can be friends but when it comes to the get down <laughs> I don't get wet YP at off that aesthetic it, I'm not hating on it it's it's not for me romantically or sexually but on a friend basis absolutely like I don't mind you know like I said, the femininity, but when it comes to, you know, that that thin line of I want to be a woman, that's great, but it's not for me. Mm. Like, like I, I've even said this, where mask, I mean, male presenting and male is so encompasses all of that what we just talked about. Male presenting for me, like nail polish, cool, wigs, no, thank you. Um, titties, mm. unless oh. you know they're lumberjack titties, lumberjack, t- but like <laughs> Victoria's Secret titties, no, thank what? you. What lumberjack is- titties, yes, but what is happening? <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying because I'm, I'm not, I'm not body shaming, like you know, that when you take the hormones and you want to get the titties, those are Victoria's yeah. Secret titties. When you are a beefy man that does not <sighs> feel and you work out at the gym, 
you have titties with their lumberjack titties. You know what? I might start using it now. Do you got lumberjack titties? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But okay. that's all I got. Brain Coleman, let yeah. the listeners know where they can find you at and take us out with something queer and delicious. I um shit. Okay, well you can find me uh TikTok and Twitter Carefree Blurred, uh YouTube Carefree Black Nerd. I do have a podcast. It is coming back. <laughs> Slow to roll out, but uh hopefully by the time this comes out, you'll there'll be an episode up or something. Um you can find me there, but just search Carefree Black Nerd on any social media platform and you'll see my face or logo or something. Um yay. Oh, um, you said gay and delicious. Is that what you say? Gay and delicious. Ooh, uh, uh, <laughs> um, gay niggas unite. Um, happy gay month. Straight niggas, um, be quiet, sit back, and it's okay to look at a gay nigga's ass. If a nigga got a fat ass, that don't make you gay. Just because you see that this nigga ass is fat do not mean a switched and turned on in your head and all of a sudden you like niggas. Fat ass is a fat ass. I'm going to look regardless to who it's attached to. It could be a cis woman. It could be a cis man. That's fine. I don't care. So, But if you see a fat ass, take some time to appreciate it. Let your eyes linger a little bit longer than ah. they normally would. Just for, for gay pride. Just for June. In July, go back to... No. I, sit down, nigga. Y'all get out of here. Fuck, fuck something this summer. Shit. You know what? On that note, we will be back next month for all of the shits and shenanigans. Until next time, guys. Bye. <laughs> nigga. 